0: Hey Patron, welcome to episode 3 of Behind the Veil, a series where I tell you about the inspiration behind a story. Since I'm recording this at 5am on Halloween, I figured we could chat about one of the Halloween specials, Decorations. So spoilers for that if you haven't listened to it yet. This story was so much fun to write. I enjoyed delving into the strange neighbor and the main character's slow-growing obsession with him, with little evidence. I also tried to make the story a bit of a twist, with it not being the neighbor. Where did this story's idea start? So I live in rural Pennsylvania, and within a couple miles... There are like half a dozen small towns, with a few dozen people to a few hundred people in them. Within some of these towns are people I like to call characters. People that do strange things constantly. I'm sure you have a couple where you live as well. There's people that walk miles with bear spray and a large walking staff to the store and back. People around here that ride lawnmowers instead of a car to friends' houses to visit. People that have literal junkyards in their backyard. A 70-year-old guy that sneaks around in the woods on other people's property and just enjoys setting fires, accidentally burning down a few houses. We also have a guy that goes all out for Halloween. So, I took the Halloween fanatic and paired it with a few strange things I've seen these people do. And I came up with some Halloween-related things myself. And poof, I had the neighbor. I also wanted the protagonist, the father, to be sort of an arrogant, snobby, better-than-you type that lives in a development. You get that feeling with some of his uppityness, and when he sneaks into the neighbor's yard, and makes the comment about his porch being bigger than the neighbor's. You aren't really supposed to like the guy. I wrote him to be a dick, and compounded by the fact that the neighbor that he grew to obsess over is mute and deaf, doesn't help his case. And that brings me to the next topic. This was my first time writing someone with a disability, if you want to view it as that. The muteness and the deafness don't play a huge role until the end when the main character realizes his mistakes as the notepad is handed to him. The neighbor is just a regular guy that's different, living his best life, like many that are afflicted with these issues. The neighbor had something traumatic happen to him that caused many of his outbursts and strange behaviors. I wanted to start exploring that side of the human mind where it can just sort of break, if presented with something that triggers memories of the event. In this case, of course, it's an extreme circumstance, blacking out, reverting back, and whatnot. But an extreme case is usually what gets your attention, and the more subtle ones are just seen as weirdos to people and kind of thrown to the sidelines. I think this theme of the human mind breaking will eventually return in a future story, as it's something I enjoy exploring. I also enjoyed learning the fact that people that are deaf and mute can actually drive. For some reason, I had never thought about it, and kind of figured that they wouldn't be able to. But looking it up, there's no limitation to it. So so that was something cool to learn. I tried to give little meaningless things for the main character, to see that he could blow out of proportion. The plastic in the back of the trunk, for example, although not mentioned outright in the story. The plastic was there as a barrier to avoid getting the trunk dirty when he brought real pumpkins to the house to set up. I wanted the listener to begin piercing little things together with the main character, to try and get into his mindset rather than a rational one. And listening to the story again, I think I did that pretty well. The dad loses everything at the end, but gains a new acquaintance. Some small sort of redemption for the guy, if you want to call it that. He regrets his decisions and has to live with them. I'm sure we all have something like that in our lives. He has become slower to judge and less of a dick. Trying to move on from rock bottom towards a changed life. I wanted the story to have some sort of conclusion that was both a closure in some regards, but very unsatisfying, feeling like something is unresolved. Not every story has happy or complete endings, and that's just part of a life. As I've grown older, I've learned that everything is not cleanly cut and dry. Some people just leave your life in one way or another, and there may be unresolved conflicts, questions, or even belongings that were forgot by one party or the other. In my mind, this story delves into a lot more than just a strange neighbor, a dickish main character, and a missing child. As my writing gets better and evolves... I want some of my stories to be able to be interpreted in different ways, for people to hear or see different things in them, and I think this was a good start. Well, I think that's it for this episode of Behind the Veil. I'm going to be taking two weeks off to chill out from the podcast. I will be giving patrons at the $5 or more level early access to November's story, Road, On November 9th, it will come out for everyone else on the 17th, in addition to a patron-exclusive episode. Oh, and there will be pictures also posted on the patron of the guy's yard that inspired the story with all of the decorations. These pictures will be free to anyone, even non-patrons, to see, so tell your friends to check it out. Thanks for being a patron.